Today we are going to discuss Gene Key 1. I have with me Becky, who has Gene Key 1 in her radiance sphere. As a reminder, the shadow is entropy, the gift is freshness, and the city is beauty. The radiance sphere has to do with a reflection of your inner health radiating out to the world. So, hi Becky, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. We have been in one month now under uh, the pandemic experience, and so it's very timely for us to be discussing Gene Key 1 because entropy, the shadow frequency, is known as a gestation period within, and often people in the shadow frequency are very depressed at this time. And so I wanted to ask you specifically if you feel that you are depressed now or that have you ever been depressed? I'm not depressed currently, but I may have a different point of view from other people. But I haven't, depression, I wouldn't say depression is the right word. You know, I have had bouts of sadness in my life that have overtaken me, but I tend to work them out. So I've never been pulled down by that quote-unquote depression of it. And and I and currently in what's going on today, I see this as a great opportunity for all of us uh, to move forward into something new. You know, I, I understand that that's also a, a different type of point of view. But depression, no, that's that's not really my gig, and it really never has been. So that's very interesting because many people have this gene key and would identify completely with that whereas since you don't then to me that means that you must be in a different frequency than that shadow frequency if it hasn't manifested then you must be in the gift frequency of freshness so can you tell us a little bit about that yeah i i understand the shadow part of this because i I, like i said i i have been in places of sadness but I tend to work it out through doing things like organizing or cleaning that tends to help me clear my head and get back into my creative space and think about other things than than take you pulling me down and so I know that the freshness in the gift part of that I feel like is is more conducive to you know moving away from the shadow I, even though you're in that shadow place, I think everybody has their ways of pulling themselves away from that. And of course, people do get taken down by that, of course, always. And, and that's all. Depression is a terrible thing. But I feel like if when you're moving through to the gift part of that, or, or maybe you've never even really had the shadow part of it, and you've always been in the gift part of that, that new unfolding of creativity and thought process is a little bit more... I don't know how, how you want to say a little bit more to the positive side or, or frequency like you like you were saying and a higher frequency in that just have you described to people what the freshness part of this is the definition of freshness is a feeling of joy that and a need to express it because you feel so new and alive so you've right. moved out of that gestation period where the seeds were just beginning to germinate and now the plant has burst through, and now you just want to be creative in right. 
through your voice or your art or however you express yourself. Organizing. That's me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Organizing and cleaning. I do art also, but for me, working out those darker sides, it's being productive. And it's not even really about the thing that I'm doing. It's about what happens in my thought process as I'm doing it. I'm not, I don't get steeped in, in or pulled down into that, that dark, dark place. But you're aware that it exists. Yes, absolutely. I I am aware that it exists. Okay. And at moments in time in my life, I, I probably could have been pulled down into that. You know, as, as everybody has their traumas and their tragedies. But I, you know, that's that's just not how I'm wired. I'm not I'm not wired to stay in that place. I I move through it. And of course, the city is beauty. Well, the city, being the divine gift, is beauty. Uh-huh. And so you're moving from from that germination stage to the freshness or, or the blossoming of, of the plant itself. And then the beauty is the the flower uh, on top of it, if you will. And so uh, everyone can see the beauty in you when you're in that place, especially since the radiance is reflecting your inner health. How you're thinking, right. feeling, your your health, your state of health. Right. So um, let let's just give an example of when you're not feeling freshness. Um, how does how does someone else react to you how, when they can read that you're not in your normal state of joy? That's a good question. You probably have to ask my kids or my husband. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm getting but, an external viewpoint of what's going on inside you that you can't hide. I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm aware of that. And I'm also aware of, innately aware of what my body needs and what I need to do to move myself through that. So, uh, you know, I, I use organizing and cleaning. That really is my best go-to because it really keeps my mind off it. I put on a podcast or I put on some music and I just move through it. And I tend to, I think, maybe unconsciously isolate myself when I'm not in a good place. I, I tend to just put my headphones on and do my thing and move through it. So, but I, but you know, I also recognize that these are growing opportunities and we use the, these dark shadows to grow and to become a, a better person, a higher frequency person. And your body reflects that in the way that you feel. If you're feeling, um, if I tend to feel, wake up one day and I feel like, oh my God, I just, I can't do anything today. I try to honor that. I just try to say, okay, then right now, for this minute, I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to sit and I'm just going to reflect or listen to music or walk outside or, or whatever it is. I'm, I try to be very conscious of my body and soul and mind interaction. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yes. Honoring that period and recognizing that it will pass, that the right. freshness is just right around the corner and it's sacred almost to allow your body and your mind and your heart to take a rest. And let's zoom out now to a global level because that's what's happening with us. We've had this forced isolation. We're one month into the pandemic. So we were over the newness of it and now we're facing the concept that it might be over a year before, not that we'll be isolated in our houses for a year, but that the fear will be with us that anyone could get it because uh-huh. there's no vaccine available. And so now we've had 
many, many people who are used to constant activity and being entertained by the world or by their jobs that have been in isolation with their family or worst case is by themselves. And so what what would you say to them as a, a counselor and a therapist? What, what would you say to them on how to get through this horrid experience that we're all living? Yeah, well, I, and I think too, it's it, like you said, it's, it's about the future, right? I mean, let's think about next year when the flu season comes around and people start free. Oh my God, is it going to be another pandemic? Da, 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 da. You know, and that fear begins to start. But for me uh, and my family, this time is actually a great time, a downtime, a reflection time. We're spending time together. We're doing fun things that we don't always have time to do anymore. My kids are a little bit older and so they're always gone. They're doing their, their life. And so we're taking this time to be together. But if you live in fear, and, and one of my greatest things that I always say is, you know, fear, false evidence appearing real. This is going to pass. This Is this actually really what we think it is? I, I don't know. Things seem strange and odd about this to me. So isolation in this world with technology, we don't have to be isolated. If you need to be with someone, you can get on the computer, you can get on the phone, you can FaceTime, you can do all of these other things. And even though it's not that physical contact, you're still having that interaction. But I know for me, many of my uh, friends and colleagues are all kind of talking the same language. Wow, this is what it's like to, to slow down. This is what it's like to not be out and stressed and moving and going and not have that time to think, really think about what things are doing, how you feel or what your body's doing or what your mental state is or whatever. For me, this is a gift. This is not an isolation. This is not a negative thing in any way. This is a gift. We'll move through it. And then we're going to have to see what happens when we come out on the other end. Perpetuating the fear of it is not, not good. And I think for me, trying to help people who are in that fear, who are in that anxiety, again, bigger picture, you know, in my world, God doesn't make mistakes. So this is all happening for a reason. I see the benefits and I, and I, and I see the negatives too, but I'm choosing to be in the benefits. I'm choosing to see this as a gift, knowing that I can reach out, I can reach out to you and anybody else who I want to talk to and we can have a conversation. So we're not completely alone. Okay. Right? Yes. What, what do you think? How do you feel about it? Well, I think it's the beginning of what Richard Rudd calls the great change. And I don't know if you're familiar with the specifics of what he has predicted in Gene Key 55. And he doesn't say how it was going to happen, but he did say that it would be around 2027. And he's now, in the last two weeks, revised that to be that to declare that this is the beginning of the great change (laughs) right this is it you know it's maybe seven years early but this is what it was channeled through him of what was to come and it can be a period of great fear or it can be a period of great excitement looking forward to the future yeah and uh so i'm trying to look at it in that way i'm isolated in a situation with several people which is a godsend for me because I would prefer that because I live alone normally Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And uh, if I had to sit with myself 24-7, even with all the technology that's out there, I think that it would be very difficult. And so I really have a lot of empathy for those people, a lot of my friends specifically who do live alone mm-hmm. to the, and aren't tech savvy. And and so I, I really have a lot of empathy for those people who are trying to deal with this without resources yeah. to help them. I agree. I agree. But thank God we do have technology. Yes. That we can at least talk and have a conversation yes and um, and i agree that this is a practice period for the future and we're yeah. all learning more skills to be able to communicate in other ways than just face to face absolutely um, and and the only way that we're gonna really hone in on those skills is to be alone so it is it is a gift right I, it's the way you you look at it and the way that you present it there are things going on here that's much bigger than just a virus, you know, but that can be scary too. Again, it's, it's the way you look at it. And I'm excited for the changes. Things needed to change and I'm excited for the changes. And, you know, I'm not completely alone because I have my family with me, but I do feel for the people who are all alone. My, my mom is by herself too. And, you know, at least we're close enough that we can still see each other and but she misses her bridge, and she, you know, she misses her friend time, and and all that. And I, I do understand that. That is hard because this is this is this has gone on for quite a while, and it's going to go on for quite a while more. Right. So, right. Yeah. And you get sucked into the news, and then you're lost in the, oh, the don't even, rabbit hole. I can't hole. even do that. <laughs> I can't even do the news. Right. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's been great talking to you, and I look forward to seeing you someday. I know, right? <laughs>